0: Welcome back, ding-dongs, to the Trial and Error Podcast, but we've been calling it TAP lately because we love acronyms and we're getting big, maybe a little too big for our britches here with uh, our ninth episode, I think. Uh, This pre-podcast breakdown will tell you all about this episode, and it is all about my trip to Nolens, one word. The guest is absolutely nobody. It's me, myself, and I, and all three of us are gonna sit down, which I'm already doing, and we're gonna talk about the do's, the don'ts, the vibe, and just the overall feel of this city, the surrounding things to do, all that good jazz. So sit back, relax, and if you're considering going to New Orleans, take a listen, why don't ya? Open up your ears, your mind's eye, and enjoy what I got to say. So I took some notes. Look at me doing some, some uh, pre-production work. All right, so first I'm going to start with a couple places. And probably the most notable, if I do say so myself, is Bourbon Street. And it's fun. Overall, overrated. Do not throw rotten tomatoes at me. Don't do it, metaphorically speaking. I mean, this isn't the 1700s on a theater. But it's a little overrated, yet no less interesting. There's a lot of different flavors of people walking around very interesting it's very touristy very touristy more often than not you're gonna see walk by slices of pizza which will save your life from a devastating hangover the next day where you just open your eyes and your head explodes that is waking up dead uh, largely part due to the uh, the hurricanes they serve there these these drinks do not get them out of the machine if you get any drinks you can walk around with make sure they're made because out of the machines you're getting nothing but type 2 diabetes it's so sugary, it's nauseating. Do not get the machine overloaded sugar drinks or margaritas. But they do have an open bottle policy, which is show wheat. Uh, my cohorts and I walked around with a glass bottle, which, ooh, it's a no-no. So get a, get a plastic one just in case. But overall, the authorities are pretty chill there. Never had any run-ins or anything like that. But back to Boybun Street. Uh, yes, there were boobies. But it was surrounded by obnoxiousness. It's they're just these ladies are walking down. he have got these douchebags up on the rafters with these beads, just yelling at them, harassing them. Ra 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 First of all, I don't even know how they got up there. I was in the buildings, didn't see any stairs. And they're just yelling at them. And sometimes the ladies will, you know, show some skin. Good for them. They're independent and. If the girls want to come out to play, that's their choice. But just the guys are so douchey about it. And I'm just on the ground sitting and waiting like everybody else. It's very disingenuous. I don't think it's just the, the freedom wild night out that it used to be. It's just a bunch of jackasses looking to see some boobs. And well, a lot of times at night, there's a lot more people. And there's some wranglers. There's just the people that, uh, like a bouncer from the club underneath, will go out there and try to entice the ladies. Like, oh, come on, come on, y'all. Just... Show us a little something. Just being real sweet. And, you know, uh, what I saw, wasn't impressed. But look at me, the douchebag, the judgmental guy. I got some A-cups myself. I did not show them because maybe I'm just not about that life. Maybe I'm not comfortable enough in my own skin to show my skin. When these ladies were able to bear it all, good for them. I applaud thee. There's a lot of clubs there, a lot of open bars. Not open bar, dude, but... Bars that are open, literally the big walkways, there's dancing, there's fun, Uh, a lot of beautiful people, a lot of ugly people, because I was there, and there's restaurants, so to speak, but again, there are a lot of walkthrough places, and it's a very touristy area, very filthy, they just kind of let the trash cans and everything get overloaded, but what you're going to do the next morning, nobody's there, and then they just do a big cleanup after the fact, so uh, watch out for puke, and generally on that, uh, not just on Bourbon Street, but everywhere you go, stay in the populated areas. If you're walking down a dark alley, not just in New Orleans, but you know, anywhere else, maybe there's some danger. Maybe, just maybe. And we were told by Lyft drivers, yeah, don't walk down the dark alleys. Just stay around people, you'll be good to go. Wear a fanny pack or just keep your hands on your wallets. Just don't be dumb. What's, a, what's it called? Common sense, I suggest using it. That'd be nice. So my personal favorite street far beyond that of bourbon street is frenchman street much more better they the bars are all very musically oriented there's a lot of live music there's folk music there's just people going out and singing. They're, it's amazing talent and that's not to mention oh even on bourbon street sometimes you'll just get these drumline bands coming out of nowhere they'll sh- shut the street down and it's there's great stuff there they like these kid. there's often kids teenagers that go and they just play their asses off or they sing there's talent everywhere in this city. So back to Frenchman Street. Again, more people. There's maybe about ten dudes that are just playing the trumpets, drums, and they sound phenomenal. And cars have to sit and wait because the streets are narrow, and nobody gives two shits about Joe. I'm late for work at you know 10 at night. You're gonna sit there and you're gonna wait. Horse carriages are walking through, and everybody's just sitting there having a good time. You you generally wait. You li- probably listen for about. 10 minutes and then they'll walk around with uh, an offering plate so to speak and you tip them. It's good entertainment. You're sitting there, you get a little buzz and these people are singing their asses for you at the street corner. Magnifique! Uh, also on Franchement Street amazing artists. There's little alleyways and like they're well lit everybody's going through. It's a little mini gallery of the, these local artists and it is unbelievable. I want to be a smashing success so I can make some money, go back and buy all their stuff. It is incredible. And it's just really just thinking outside the box stuff. Uh, I'm a big nerd of pop culture art. There's a lot of surrealism with, mixed with Mario. There was three nuns playing strip poker with their bras hanging over the crucifix. There's just a lot of cool uh, thinking. They think differently, better than Apple. They don't deserve that, that tagline but amazing alleyways. There's that dog, this big hot dog restaurant. Uh, it's two f- two floors, and you can, of course, look over the balcony. I had an alligator dog with grilled onions, bacon, I like this, the fixings. They even toast the bun a little bit to my delight, but also to my delight, there was a giant Chewbacca mural behind the bar, but it, they made Chewbacca, all etched out of wood, made him look like a Hindu god without eight arms. Increible! Say the Spanish. So, go to dat dog. It's a great drunky food as well. What else do we have here? The overall vibe on Frenchman Street's very chill. Just follow your ears, you're going to find great music. Local artists, artists from around the area, whatever. You're going to find something good, you're going to enjoy yourself. So, both good streets, a little far away from each other. Maybe, you know, it's if you're a little nervous about walking from street to street, maybe cost you a couple dollars for a lift or an uber just to be safe so take that for what you will and we're moving on to the Frenchman market there's a lot of num nums you're looking for food if you have maybe a week in there tops I was there for a week so I was able to to spread out the abuse that I put on my heart my stomach and my liver I mean liver was daily but I could go to different places throughout the week but if you're there for one day a couple days, go to this place, go to the French market. And there's a lot of food. There's seafood. There's a lot of fried foods, a lot of things on sticks, crawfish. I'm not a crawfish fan. I'm sorry, but these locals, like I kid you not have it down to an absolute science. It is quite amazing to watch them. It's an art. They just pick the little red apart and they suck it dry. All the juices, the guts, all the goodness in there. finger quotes. I just, it takes me too long in the The payout is not worth the the labor I put in there. So if you're into crawfish, they got plenty of it, and a lot of sweets, ice cream. It was pretty hot when we went there in the spring. But the other half of this market is a lot more art. You know, it's a basic like flea market. I'm just there to see the local artists, but you get your your bracelets, your Saints gear. uh, Just imagine just your your flea market in New Orleans. And then at the very end is, of course, Café du Monde. Café du Monde. And they are renowned for their beignets. And they were good. But were they as good as Mommy's donuts that she makes once every 10 years? I think not. They put in... uh, First of all, it's just fried dough. And they just put an astounding amount of powdered sugar on there. And if you've ever seen Scarface, the amount of cocaine on that dude's, on Tony Montana's desk at the end, right before he gets blasted, that is the amount of powdered sugar they use on perhaps one. They give you like three scones in a bag and they're drowning in powdered sugar. It's it's too much, it's gratuitous. I mean, it's amazing, but it's just diabetes running rampant. They got coffee, but I mean, when you're just drunk at 2 a.m. eating scones, and you have some coffee, it really makes no difference. But they're really good, but let me give you something. Let me let me tell you something. Debbie Gertz, she'll take the, this is why the, Debbie Gertz, Café de Debbie is better than Café du Mont. She'll take Little Hostess uh, biscuits out of the package. You gotta pop them. I love that pop and just the feel of the dough. And she'll put a hole in it, deep fry them both ways to where it's maybe just a little gooey in the middle still. You know, you're, you're with me. Yeah, and I, I know you're with me. You guys are just about it. And then instead of powdered sugar, she glazes that and she'll dribble it on there until you could see reflection in this shiny, glistening glob of sugary delight. Good lord, I just went from six to twelve. Now I'm back. Okay. So anyways, uh, less about the donuts. Uh, it's, it, go, go visit Café du Monde. You're going you're gonna to be in some lines. But the French market, awesome place to go to. The Mississippi River is right over the edge. Which, uh, when I was there with my buddy, Carrie Mullins and family, uh, and this other little turd named Zach Bohegian, but we won't talk about him. We went on a Mississippi River cruise. I, unfortunately, was hungover from the day before, you know, St. Patty's happens, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. It, it's it's okay. It's, it's pretty slow going. They have a bar for you to go into, and they'll, they'll feed you. If you want to eat, they got you fed. They got you. They got the fried chicken. They got the grits. They got the mac and cheese. They have everything in between. All the southern comfort you want is there, and a little music. But it was cool to go in because it's an old-school steam engine boat. And you just go in there, you can see it's really hot and steamy. And you see all the gears moving, you see the mechanisms, you see how everything's working in unison. And it's pretty cool just to go in and see that, but if you're not super enticed or just want to float on the Mississippi River for like an hour and a half, not necessary, but you you really get a sense of how close the water is to the levees and all that jazz. So when everything kind of went over, like that, as tourists we're asking oh katrina 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 and they're like you know what like yeah it took out a good portion it was devastating but they were able to bounce back they kind of were somewhat nonchalant about it don't don't build a city if you if you guys are ever in charge of city planning do not put the city under a under the sea line i'm no architect nor am i an engineer but I, I would suggest we learn from our mistakes and not build under the sea line. Mm. Also, if you're there for a weekend, I do not recommend doing this because because it will take you at least two days. I hold up three fingers. The World War II Museum. Good Lord, it is, in my not so humble opinion, this should be visiting. This museum should be a requisite for every high school to send graduating seniors or anything you need fundraisers you need to get every high schooler to this museum because it is probably the greatest ode i've ever seen to the sacrifice to our history of what happened during world war ii from 19 from i guess when it started 1938 to 1945. i mean crimey there's a lot of reading uh-oh there's reading to learn You essentially read a novel throughout the whole thing. There's a lot of reading, but the the photos that are there are incredible. You walk in and you're literally under a B-52. You see how big the guns are. They have legit guns from back then, the bombardment, and then there's a whole section where they go through each soldier and the guns, our soldiers, the Nazis, Japanese soldiers, Italian soldiers. They have the uniform. They have the provisions, the guns. They have all the guns laid out. You see them behind the glass, of course. But probably the coolest part of the museum, you walk in and there's veterans there. And... You just go in, you're humbled. Like these mother save the world, and it is just so goddamn humbling. And it just kind of it made me a little ashamed about how we uh, we're of a generation that needs safe zones because somebody's somebody's Halloween costume offended them. And it's just when you go in, it kind of it reinstills your vigor, it reignites your, your patriotic zest because you walk through uh, the European theater and it it starts off showing just what Nazi was so far ahead of us, Nazi Germany was so far ahead of us of just how many men they had, how well equipped they were and how just they were ready to dominate and they did for a big portion of time. And it shows how underwhelming the United States military was when it all went down and it showed what life was like back in the States, how we put how the our women busted their ass to get us bullets to weld to give us weapons, they fueled the fire and our boys went over there, whoops some ass. It goes into the atomic age, of everybody involved in the Manhattan Project. You walk through, you start off and it looks like an Italian countryside of where our boys went in through Sicily into Italy up into Germany and then the rooms start to change as you get closer to Germany. Same thing with Japan. I I learned stuff that I had no idea what was going on where we had a joint task force of. Americans fighting with Chinese fighting with Indian soldiers fighting the Nazis in spread out throughout Central Central Asia. It's just it's phenomenal and just incredible to see there's also miniature structures of how big our armada was coming into D-Day. And they have quotes like one German soldier was quoted say like he, he was on the beach on Normandy. And he's like, is it possible to have that many men like we were coming? We were coming, but I'm just getting all excited. World War II's my, I don't want to mean this in a bad way, my favorite war to learn about. It it intrigues me the most. And a side note, if you're also interested in World War I, uh, listen to Blueprint of Armageddon by, oh, what's his face, from Hardcore History, Dan Carlin. Yeah, that as well will humble thee. But World War II Museum, before I digress anymore, World War II Museum, an absolute must. If you have the time to go, you go and you pay for a ticket. And if you didn't see all of it, pay. Uh, I think you keep your stub. You go back the next day and pay half price. Worth it. See every square inch of that place. You owe it to yourself. And I think it's a good... It's probably one of the better things we could do to tip our cap and pay homage to the sacrifices that that older generation made to save the world. Literally. Uh, wasn't too much on Russia, however. But... know this is America we're talking Americans y'all so a couple places to visit there Uh, we're moving on to some of the things you can do some of the things I did and one of which was a haunted night tour and we were lucky enough because there's other people that they're just tour guides they take you through different streets and they talk about the lore the hauntings and the the voodoo magic the mystique the mythology of New Orleans it's a huge hub of supernatural activity and there's plenty of stories that go with that they go into this there's buildings there people are eating in it they're restaurants and they're, we're being told stories about how haunted this place is and certain people that are murdered or whatever um our tour guide was a fifth generation voodoo priestess this magic lady and she was phenomenal at storytelling and i guess i'm going to talk about that ter- Zach lohegan was just not about it. it you know he's like oh it's all fake with all the stories Suspend your disbelief. Believe as much or as little as you want. This is a very, you're guided and being told stories with such great enthusiasm. And you're able to just enjoy it. You're walking out the streets. It's light out. There's people out. It's not dangerous. And you're just learning about all the lore and all the, just the little folk tales around the city. Oh, this house was featured in this and that. There's even, uh, she spoke about Marie Laveau as played by Kathy Bates in American Horror Story Coven best season don't even don't even trifle that is the best season of American Horror Story but that was one crazy ass bitch just holding people hostage like what the unspeakable horror she did to her slaves they went in like the story goes they went in the, the authorities busted in caught her ass went up to the went up to the ceiling or the attic and they found some bodies or whatever and there's this little girl in a cage and they opened it up and said it's okay it's okay just runs straight for the window and jumps out and kills yourself. Just horrifying stuff. It just sends chills down your spines. And then it, uh, we walk by the oldest bar in Nolens, And you stop and you get yourself a drink. It's pretty good. Of course, there's music in there, too. Dimly lit. And yeah, plenty of places. No shortage of places to drink. I can't specify which bars to go to or not go. They're all just a go. There's drinking. drink. And if you like the music in there, go and have a drink. Move on to the next. Bing, bang, boom. So, do a haunted night tour, they even talk about the above ground graves, which is pretty funny if, you know, again, build above sea level, because if you go underground, the water will force the caskets up and you get bodies blasting through the the ground. You're going to have a bad time, don't do it. Another place to go to, I had mixed feelings going into it, but I'm glad I came out with the mindset that I did. It's, the, it's called Oak Alley, but it's a plantation, and you take a bus about, it's like an hour drive out. You get to see uh, the giant lake that's right by New Orleans. You see the countryside. You see some hillbilly shacks and the bayous underneath you, and you go in, and it's just, that they shot Django at a plantation nearby, and you go in, and you're just kind of floored by how beautiful the grounds are. The birds were chirping. It was a beautiful California day in New Orleans. And actually, they don't have counties; they're called district or parishes. Fun fact. And I was going in; they, they give you a tour throughout the house, and it's a little narrow. And I'm just sitting there, just I'm salty. I am not gonna lie; I'm very salty. I'm like, why am I about to learn about these these white trash pieces of shit? these slave owners? Are like, why am I gonna pay homage to them and learn about them? But we went around, and the house was well maintained. They they made slave houses outside recently just to show what it was like back then and they had all the old the tools you learn about what a day in the life was for the slave you learn about the family and how it was passed down from generation and what happened to the family and at the end of the day I was happy to have gone and learned about it because we can't cover that up in history and I'm glad they preserved it the way it is because it's important to learn about it's important to remember what the just happened back then and it's it's just important to to preserve that and not never forget it. We learn from it, we move on from it, which is something you know, we're having a hard time doing these days. But you never forget that that is solidified in our history. And just cuz you don't don't want to learn about it doesn't mean you shouldn't or or you can't. You have to. You have to know about this stuff. Even if it offends you, you've got to learn about it cuz it's a big crucial part of our history and it talks about yeah, the family, they go, go into how this the place survived uh, the Civil War and all that good stuff. Plus, they have a gift shop, and I got a $10 uh, bottle of Ancient Age. Delish. Makes the ride back a whole lot more pleasant, which leads me to the places that we need to eat, because we got back from said plantation, and we we waited in line, stood outside Willie Mays. W i l l i e m a e apostrophe s there's a space between the million the mate willy and the maze. holy shit. fried chicken we waited and we were passing that bottle around the weight oh wasn't bad at all you're kind of it seems like a weird place in the neighborhood but it's not that bad you wait patiently you get three pieces you get three two thighs and one leg I got double macaroni cuz god damn and we're just sitting there I'm putting this hot sauce all over it and I wanted to Eat the bone, suck out the marrow. I was just so upset that the meal was over so quickly. Go here. Do not go to KFC. Do not go to Popeye's. Do not go to churches. You go to Willie Mays. We're in New Orleans. You never do not eat at a chain restaurant. Get something new every single time. And Willie Mays is a must stop. You go here. I don't care how long the wait is. You go. Show up before waiting time. Drinking helps. Lordy, you're going to drink. Be prepared on this trip to gain weight and defile your liver. You're going to defile your body entirely, but guess what? Your soul and spirit will be lifted because you tasted this delicious God, gift from God, aka Willie May, do, do go there, do go there. And I started speaking with a Southern accent for no reason, it would just come and go and it is pleasant, kind of like Doc Holliday from Tombstone. If you don't know what Tombstone is, stop listening and uh, just kind of rethink your life. Moving on. Parkway bakery Obama's been there they got pictures of the dude all over the place. It's an old building. that kind of got macro made Into a larger more successful business uh, AKA they put a couple awnings made outside seating. It's pretty big but Amazing po-boys. I got roast beef double roast beef. I should have got surf and turf unfortunately I had, I had so many po'boys boys they're the local sandwiches around there the boys everywhere uh, Really good Really good. They, they fill you up. And this... I haven't gotten even into how nice the people are, but this old-ass witch... She was probably in her 60s. Nay, I'd say 72. She comes up. How y'all doing? Just this kind old black lady. And Zach and I were just stuffing our fat faces. We're like, oh, we're good. We're good. She's like, I right now. And she comes back about 10 minutes later because she knows we're putting it down, but it's sloppy. She gives us two forks saying, don't let it go to waste. And she, she just knows. That's just... Oh, it was brilliant. And we just... Ate it all and rolled back to our Airbnb because we're too cheap to get a lift. Delicious. Parkway Bakery on a French roll. A little crisp, a little crunch, a little deliciousness. Gain the weight. Take the hit. You can work out later. Enjoy the food. Uh, let's see. The next place. Another place we went to. It's called Jackmo's. It's a little pricey. It's kind of a little, a little hole-in-the-wall place. Uh, pretty good. A little out of range. A tasty bite I had from one of those. Actually had a, a venison venison country fried steak. Delicious. I got another po' boy because uh, it was in the appetizer. It was only 10 bucks, So I got it. And they deep fried it. And by it, I mean all of it. They deep fried the f- bread and it burnt my mouth because the cheese was oozing out. It was pretty delicious, but I dipped in au jus sauce. Eh, I'm not much of an au jus fan, but I wanted to feel important. Pretty good. I wouldn't make or break my my trip on this place but still pretty good the, part of the more interesting I, I, thing i ever ate on this trip was a uh, an alligator cheesecake and it wasn't sweet don't, don't get weird on me now it was savory like it was like a, a whipped kind of cheddar cheddar cheese i don't know what they do it but there's uh, alligator chunks in it and it was actually pretty damn good so again try something new lordy like po'boys house of blues Yes, yes, yes. You go down this dark little alleyway. Now, there, there's lights, of course, but you follow your ears and your nose to the music and the smells. There's nothing, like there's no signature meal here. Let's House of Blues, we, I had some and more amazing fried chicken and uh, I went with a big group and no offense to the ladies, but you know, they weren't putting it down the way I thought. So that if you go with the big group, there's gonna be some leftovers. There's people, oh, I can't finish it. So that's my little tip trick. If you're at the big group, and you know some people aren't gonna put it down. They think they're gonna put it down. Don't order as much, because not only will you finish your meal for you know a decent price, you'll also mooch everybody else. Is like, oh, do you want this? I'm not gonna finish it. Yeah, I'll finish it. But you have to act like, oh, are you sure? Are you sh- I'm not sure? Am I sure? I'm gonna eat your sh- I'm gonna have a variety of food. I'm gonna have a smorgasbord. Delightful. And that's what happened in many of these places. People can't finish their sh- Boom, I'm there. I'm the garbage disposal. Feed me more and do try some gumbo and other soups they're good i couldn't pick how good could it be i stuck to this one kind of fancy-ish place had it delicious so again so many places to eat over there talk to your lyft drivers or your uber drivers the locals because I got, first, you're going to get some laughs. Our, our first guy taking us from uh, Louis Armstrong Airport was just talking. He's just a dog. Just, oh, I ain't getting married, though. He's just talking about how he's banging women, whatever. He's like, oh, this one chick, I knew she had a husband, but I'm a dog. I'm a dog, fellas. And he's just so casual, like we've known him our whole lives. Hilarious. And you'll find out about places to go to eat, things to do. One lady was telling us about parks. Uh, Wednesday at the park, and we had no idea this was going on. Nowhere on YouTube, not YouTube, Google. Did this come up? And we walked down past the French Quarter, onto this big open park, and the like surrounded by buildings. Concert booths are set up, or a, a stage is set up. There's food booths. There's dogs. There's people walking around. There's cornhole. Just a great time. And we just laid there on the grass. And I went and tried to meet every dog I could which I did got my lummins. but it's just awesome you'll find great things to do uh, from your Lyft drivers or any of the locals for that matter the people that leads me to the vibe the people are so goddamn nice it's like they're getting paid to but it's not it's genuine and whoever said Northern California is oh it's a happy place no you've clearly never been to to New Orleans because that's happy all the bitches stuck in traffic in the Bay Area that's unhappy Go to New Orleans. That's happy. They tell you, have a blessed day. Oh, they open doors or whatever. I'm sure there's some angry people there. Sure. But not from what I saw. They're all very kind, accommodating. We're told to go to this one park on St. Patrick's Day. We First of all, walk through the Garden District because you're going to see some amazing houses. Not mansions, but they're big, two-story, kind of Victorian-age houses with just each is unique. The gardens are pristine, not a single leaf out of line on the hedge bushes and there's hanging moss. There's tri- trolley cars going back and forth. Shout out to Red Dead Redemption 2 for Saint Denis, for the rendition they did of the 1800s New Orleans. It's essentially New Orleans. A great job at how close it was, how the people talked, all that. Anyways, back to the vibe. St. Patty's Day. We walk to this park. You see some, you know, less than reputable buildings or people, but it's light out Go as a group. Mind your own business. I'm not. I'm making it sound dangerous. It wasn't dangerous. And just keep drinking a little bit. We got to this park, and there's a Pelicans, uh, New Orleans Pelicans awning. They like they made this double court uh, for the community. Big open grass. There's community. Everybody's out. There's food trucks everywhere, and you're just talking. You're just walking with your bottle of whiskey or whatever. You see some some quote unquote gangster looking dudes or people that are just. You know, oh, I would never associate with them if it wasn't St. Patty's. Yeah, give a cheers, give a nod. you like, what's up, brother? Just take a drink. It's open. Everybody's nice. They're there to have a good time. I tried to catch a football from these guys playing catch. I dropped it like an asshole. After that, I- I'm like, really buzzing. I'm in a button-up shirt, jeans, and black chucks. And I'm seeing about, I would say, 15 kids. And then there's one giant dude playing. They're all playing 21 and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go play with him. Roll up my sleeves. Sweating my ass off the just giant black dude. His name, his name is Shrek. That's what they called him. He had a Shrek chain on. And they no defense. If you're going to go play basketball in the South, from what I saw, no defense. And it's all about flash, baby. And then you get the random person just riding their bicycle slowly through the game. You just kind of stop and... You know, you can make assumptions that are what their profession is, but you just let them go through no troubles and you keep playing. There's this one, I think it was like six years old. This kid had insane handles. Like he would destroy at six. When I was six, he would have destroyed me, eaten me alive. He kind of ate me alive a little bit. Not too much because I'm a big, bad adult, but there's some talent. Holy s***. And uh, just go get in yourself, find adventures. There's plenty of them to be had in Nolens, including St. Patrick's Day. And then later that night, just get just get wacky and weird it was on a sunday best saint patty's day of my life Uh, like i said talk to your lift drivers wednesdays at the park overall ladies and gents you ding dongs caballeros y damas new orleans is called the big easy for a reason it's a little run down some places some bad parts maybe in some places but it's amazing the history the culture down there are fantastic it's pretty cool to see the Superdome it's in the middle of the city and just knowing that that was a pivotal building on, on so many people not only for its saving grace the shelter that provided but also the despair and how you know the government didn't give them food or water for I don't know how many weeks or days it, it was just it I, you can tell it's part of this community the team's part of the community everybody's all in they're just nice I would say eight and a half to nine Owen Wilson wows out of ten. New Orleans, the big easy. I'm giving it my stamp of approval. Can't wait to go back with a little bit more knowledge. And who knows, whoever's listening, maybe you'll just come with. Or I can go with you. Crash the party. Cluck it. So overall, the flight out of San Francisco (sighs) cost... I to say maybe like around 500. The Airbnb stay a little closer to the main stuff. You guys uh, tried to save some money, staying a little bit uh, further away. Got this absolute joke of a hotel, and you end up making up the cost with Uber and Lyft anyways because we're about a 10-minute drive out. So pay the little extra cash, be a little closer to the action. Uh, housing just depending on how long you stay. Overall, the cost of the food, the drinks, the the fun. The places to go, things to do, I'd say around 2,000. From that that was like during a week. That's give or take, you know. So make it what you want. Do your research. And instead of rambling on about God knows what and then ending the podcast, I've been thinking of a tagline to say to end after every single podcast. So let's give it a whirl. Remember, everybody, live before you die. Mwah.